Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM here on a Friday. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. You can catch the show today on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205. You can also watch us on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. We got a lot to get to today. There's a lot going on this weekend. We got golf. We got NASCAR. We got, uh, you know, some NHL going on, but we also have some UFC as well. And Minty Betts joins us. You can follow her on Twitter at Minty Betts, betting analyst and co-host for UFC on the line. Minty, great to see you. Appreciate you hopping on the show. So we're out in Anaheim for UFC 298. We got a uh, great card. And certainly the the first kind of match that jumps out to me is Volkanovski. And he's a small favorite in his uh, in his fight. What are your thoughts on Volkanovski and Tapuria? Look, I, first of all, love both of these fighters. And they both have... I mean, I, I can make a case for both of them, but I am surprised to see Alex Volkanovsky as such a short favorite of minus 125. Um, I think it's kind of disrespectful because the man has not had any back-to-back losses. He, yeah, he has lost two of his last three, but that was against his kryptonite. He's already successfully defended the, fi- the, the title five times, and he's defied all odds by beating all the young fighters for a title. Yair Rodriguez, uh, Brian Ortega, Max Holloway. So I'm on Alex Volkanovsky here. I absolutely love him to win. And uh, I, I think I think Mark might be on the opposite side of me. I'm not sure. <laughs> I am. We're on the opposite side. So we're going to go head to head on this one. But let's take it to the ladies, Minty. Uh, Mackenzie Dern, step up in competition, lost to Jessica Andrade, looks to bounce back against Amanda Lemos. Lemos opened as a big favorite. Money's come in on the other side on Dern. Do you have a bet on this one? You know, I do have a small bet on this one because I know Amanda Lemos is typically a finisher and she is scary to go up against. She's a small favorite here. But 
Mackenzie Dern has only been an underdog or closed as an underdog once in her UFC career. She's won that fight, and she does not get finished often. In her four defeats in the UFC, she's only gotten finished once. I am sprinkling a little bit on Mackenzie Dern here, but I am going to hold my breath because that that's going to be a tough one. If she can get this to the ground, I think she has a really good shot at this. But ooh, Amanda Lemos is powerful, so anything could happen in this one. Minty, for somebody like me, you know, who kind of casually bets UFC from time to time, obviously, you know, the big events I'll I'll dive into. A lot of my buddies, you know, they like the money line parlays. They think that's a good way because for the most part, a bunch of these favorites win and that you get your sprinkle of underdogs or live betting UFC is another great way too. As you know, like after round one, the odds might be crazy and you could get some great odds on certain fighters. Like how do you like to attack UFC? Do you mostly just bet fight straight up do you like diving into parlays do you like betting it live like what what are your different strategies that you use to attack so i really like just betting the fighters straight up i mean it would be great if i could accurately predict the underdog like lock of the week but i i have not yet and i haven't dabbled too much in live betting when it comes to ufc because i'm just so caught up in the moment um but i actually tend to go more towards totals um so i mean if you can find a spot where a fighter typically goes to decision or just has a nice solid ground game that his opponent can't really defend well against i think you're good with totals in terms of like overs i love overs so i usually just bet straight up or uh just look at totals props are another good one but i have been burned when it comes to method of victory so as as fun as it is and as much as we like to assume that we can predict the pattern of, of method of victory, it's very, very hard to do so in the UFC because, again, anything can happen. Great stuff. Totals are always a sweat. Minty, when we look at this card, I know Marab taking on Henry Cejudo, two offensive wrestlers. Um, any any totals um, on this this fight or maybe any anything else on the card? You know what? For well, let me actually go to the Marab one first. I'll touch on that one. I actually love Marab Dvalishvili to win this one. Um, I do believe he is a little too pricey at what is it, minus two thirty or so. Um, so I'm actually going to look at Marab by decision at minus one thirty five. He's had eight of his nine uh, victories end in decision. And I just, I don't know. I, I feel like Henry Cejudo is such a wild card. Like we don't really know which Henry Cejudo is going to show up. I mean, he did spend some of the best years of his career in retirement with some, you know, so I just don't know what we can expect from Henry Cejudo. And he's been very inconsistent in terms of like how he wins and how he fights. And so he, he's just a wild card. So I'm going to say that Marab is going to control most of this fight and he's going to dominate here and he's going to win by decision. I, I can't see Marab finishing triple C or anything. But another total I'm actually really, really loving is going to be for the main event. Alex Volkanovsky and Ilya Teporia over three and a half. Um, I'm kind of seeing different numbers all over the place. Um, but if you want to bet on Volk and Teporia going to decision, that's plus 120. So that might be worth a sprinkle as well. Both of these fighters are incredibly durable. And as we saw, Ilya Teporia, although typically a finisher, he went five full rounds with Josh Emmett. And that guy is pretty tough. Although he is aging, he is still a very powerful fighter. And also Volk, he's only been finished once in his UFC career. And that was against, again, his kryptonite Islam Makachev. So I like the over in that one a lot. Minty, is there anything that you like in this match between um, Quinlan and Barlow? Barlow's minus 200. Quinlan is plus 165. Both Americans. Did, did you make any bets in, uh, in this fight? 
I did not. Actually, a, a lot of my picks are uh, uh, all the main card, very main card heavy here. So my best bet is going to be Alex Volkanovsky. I also am leaning the uh, Ian Machado, Gary, and Jeff Neal fight to go over two and a half as well. I kind of have a fun little bet for that one because I can see if it goes to decision, I can see Jeff Neal winning here. Um, but if it gets finished inside the distance, I can see Ian Gary. So I'm actually sprinkling a little bit on Jeff Neal to win by decision or Ian Machado Gary by knockout at plus 140. As honestly, I could make a case for both sides here. I really loved the Jeff Neal side when I first uh, when this fight was first scheduled. But now, I don't know, seeing seeing Ian Machado Gary, I think he could actually finish finish Jeff Neal here. Nitty, now I've been to a couple live events where I've sat down low, and the one thing that jumps out at me is just how loud it sounds when these strikes connect. When you hear these fighters, you know, land strikes, even kicks, it's just such a such a different feeling when you're up there in the beginning. And I know you're at the Apex, you know, working for the UFC. Tell me a little bit about that experience and, you know, some of the differences from being there live and being up close than what people might see on TV. Yeah, so surprisingly enough, I've only ever been to one very large pay-per-view event uh, for the UFC, and the atmosphere is crazy. The energy is loud, and it is just like, you, you just need to be there to experience it. But a fight at the Apex in a smaller venue, in a smaller octagon, it is much more nerve-wracking. So I feel like you can feel your bets pierce through your bloodstream and you're just like sweating it all out. Like it's very, very nerve-wracking. You can hear every shot, every kick. Um, you can hear what the corners are saying. So it is certainly a different type of uh, vibe. And as a viewer, it's really, really fun. Um, but I know a lot of fighters don't don't really like this. But if anyone gets a chance to go to the Apex, you you must. And it is costly, but it is quite an experience because you truly like. I mean, the fighters could truly just sweat or bleed on you. That's how close you are. There's only three rows of seating at the Apex, and uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's all inclusive food and beverage service. Everyone is nice. Everyone knows each other. And oddly enough. Half of the people that I see attending the Apex fights are all like regular people. Like they they go there every single week. And I don't know, mm. you know, they, they've got some money to spend, but it's crazy. I mean, I'll see a lot of regulars there and I'm like, you're, you're still here. You're still paying for this. But it's, it's quite an experience. It's really fun. <laughs> you better you bet presented by BetMGM. We're talking with Minty Betts. You can follow her on Twitter at Minty Betts. She's a betting analyst, co-host UFC on the line we're talking UFC 298 but Minty I actually want to ask you about UFC 299 because there's a line already out for the O'Malley Vera fight where O'Malley is minus 210 and Vera's plus 165 now generally in sports betting right all these sports if if there are futures lines people always like getting ahead of the number maybe if they think there's going to be some line movement do you do the same in UFC like would you look ahead at some future fights and if you think maybe the market is kind of overreacting or underreacting to a fighter, will you sometimes bet fights in the future, maybe a month down the road? Absolutely. But there is so much risk because I don't know if it's happened more in the past or more so now, but I feel like a lot of some things always happen with like 
certain fighters. Like they pull out, they're not ready, they're sick, they're hurt, like things always happen. So I actually try to stay away from betting it too early, even though it means missing the best of the number. But man, Sean O'Malley being over a two buck favorite, I don't see how Sean loses. Like I think everyone's going to be on O'Malley by finish against Cheeto Vera because Cheeto hasn't been looking too... I feel like he's been a little lackluster lately is what I should say. Um, so yeah, I, I think this might be the best number you're going to get with Sean O'Malley, but uh, I don't know. I, I stay away from betting it too early just because again, anything can happen. People can get hurt. Things can get moved around. So yeah, I, I can see Sean O'Malley's number climbing by, by fight night. To follow up on that point, Minty, a lot, a lot of betters I know, some of them like to wait until after the weigh-ins, right? They want to see the fighters mm-hmm. on the scale. They want to make sure that no, nothing went wrong with the weight cut, how they looked, especially if somebody's moving weight classes or something. Is that something that you like to do? Has there ever been a time where, you know, you saw the weigh-ins and you were like, don't like this, I got to cash out now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, unfortunately, when it comes to, like, us shooting for UFC fight passes on the line show. We do it either on Thursday live or even like a week before the pay-per-view fights. So we don't get to see the weigh-ins and it unfortunately does go against some of our bets when they do end up looking not too hot on the scale. Um, yeah, but what, luckily for the fight nights, uh, you know, I'm live on Saturday is on the fight nights. I get to see them, you know, after the weigh in and I can feel a little bit better about about my bet. But yeah, a, a lot of a lot of betters tend to wait until after the weigh ins um, in order to make their picks, which I think is really smart. I, I Actually, I prefer doing that instead of getting ahead of the rest of the betters and getting the best number possible, because, again, that is super risky. Minty, I do want to ask you about the one NHL game that we do have tonight. The Hurricanes are facing off against the Coyotes. Carolina, minus 225 on the money line. The total is six on the puck line. Carolina, minus one and a half at plus 120. Only one game tonight in the NHL. Is there anything you like in Canes and Coyotes? Uh, Yes. So one game tonight, unfortunately, but I have two picks for it. So my first one is going to be the Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line. At plus 120, they're coming off of three straight wins going against a struggling Arizona team who's off seven straight losses, I believe. Um, And it's confirmed that Carl Vemelka will be in the net for the Coyotes. He has been struggling this season. So I like the Hurricanes on the puck line, minus one and a half, plus 120. And I've also got a fun little parlay that I found. Um, The Hurricanes to win and both teams to score one or more goals. This is on BetMGM at plus 105. So although Arizona is struggling to win games and get that offense going, they've not been shut out since the start of the season in October. So I do like the chances of both teams to score at least one or more goals and for the Hurricanes to win. And I'm getting plus money for it, plus 105. So yeah, that's those are my best bets for tonight's lone NHL game. I love it because I'm on Carolina. I took team total over three and a half. I took over six Ooh. for the game, and I took some Carolina money line. So hopefully the Hurricanes deliver tonight um, with Arizona. I want to pivot back to the UFC a little bit, Minty, and talk about a fight that I have um, you know, a play on, and that's Robert Whitaker versus Paul Acosta. I think this fight Ooh. is actually very interesting in the sense that you have Whitaker coming off the knockout loss to Drake's Duplessis, and then you have uh, Acosta – who I feel like just 
continues to underwhelm as late. I just feel like his his power is a little bit overrated, hasn't finished anybody, and I think it's close to five years. What are your just general thoughts on this one if you didn't place a bet? How do you see it going? Do you think Whitaker can bounce back? Yeah, man, this is hard. This is actually a fight that I didn't give out and probably not betting on. However, I think there is something to be said about Paulo Costa. A lot of people are on Paulo Costa, mm-hmm. and I trust everyone that I, you know, talk to about their UFC picks with. Um, I'm surprised Robert Whitaker is a, as big of a favorite as he is. I think he should be the favorite. Do I think he should be this big of a favorite? Probably not. I mean, his only losses, you know, lately, I guess, and his record are to the current middleweight champion, Drake Duplessis, and then two losses to Israel Adesanya. But we haven't seen Paulo Costa in so long, and that is a bit of a concern. And not only the inactivity, but he's coming off of um, his injury and recovering from that. But I think Paulo Costa could be, like, could have that one-punch knockout that could catch Robert Whitaker. So I kind of lean the Costa side, even though initially when I first looked at this matchup, I like Bobby Knuckles, but this one's hard. I, I don't know. I don't know where to go. It is a tough one. I played Whitaker by decision, so hopefully that knockout doesn't come. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I can understand why people are worried about Whitaker's durability. going to be fun. She is Minty yeah, Betts. Absolutely. You follow her on Twitter, at Minty Betts, betting analyst, co-host UFC on the line. UFC 298 tomorrow. Minty, great talking to you. Thanks for stopping by. Enjoy the fights tomorrow. Thanks for having me. Good luck, guys. All right, more You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM on the other side. Mark and I coming back and talking NFL free agency. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.